This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. All right, Ryan, thanks for um, coming on the Job Stories Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, So to get us started, do you mind to just introduce yourself? I do this with all the guests. Just introduce yourself and what's your job now? Yeah. What do you do? Um, So I'm Ryan Pamphiel, and I am the co-founder of Noted Returns. Um, We launched last August um, in the Nashville area. And we are a tech and logistics company that deals with purchases and returns. Cool. So back me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. We got another Nashville founder. I love having Nashville founders on this podcast. But back me up a little bit. How did we get to today? Like you can go as far back as you want. I don't really care. But like how, where, where did Noted come about? And how did you end up becoming a founder? Yeah. Um, okay. So Noted really came about from my actual founder, Alexis Jones. Um, she kind of came up with the idea... Early 2020, she um, became a new mom, like, December 30th of 2019. So you can say 2019, but pretty much 2020, Mm. right when the pandemic started. So she was a first-time mom, C-section mom. Mm. And she realized that as the world was shutting down, she was ordering more things to her. And then it was just piling up, piling up, piling up, and realizing it was a lot harder for to have someone come and pick up her things and take it back for her because she – you know, thought like a task rabbit or something or whatever would be able to do that, but there was no such thing. And mm. so um, her husband kind of convinced her to go ahead and just, why doesn't she just start mm. it? Like, why not her? Um, and yeah, her and I have been friends for about four years. Our husbands work together. And mm. so that's how we met and became really good friends. And then um, in 2020, we were living in Tampa at the time because... Um, Kevin was no longer with the Titans. And so we uh, were just kind of hanging out. And I realized just how crazy the world was. Mm. And I wanted to do a voters registration rally and just like have a platform uh, where people could come and just like have the candidates meet the people who are voting for them. It doesn't matter what party, doesn't matter like how you feel, just so like people could meet in a common mm. ground and really kind of like meet the people they want to vote for and kind of see why they should vote for them more so than just basically what they're doing, but more so if they believe in them as a person. Mm. Um, and so I asked Alexis if she wanted to do it. Cause obviously we had more connections in Nashville than in Tampa at the time. And so we had this whole thing planned out. Um, and then COVID just would not let us be great. Mm. So <laughs> we, three weeks before, after we had everything pretty much finalized, we weren't able to do it anymore because of the COVID restrictions. Mm. And so we kind of realized then that we work really well together, mm. not only as friends, but we can kind of put friendship aside and like actually get things done. Yeah. So that's kind of how um, we realized that. And then in October of 2020, um, I set her up with one of my best friends from high school who is a recruiter mm. to kind of find these roles that she needed for noted. And so they kind of went back and forth. And then finally I asked Alexis, like, what exactly are you looking for? And when she told me she needed a co-founder, I kind of thought about it and I was like, well, would you ever consider me being your (laughs) co-founder? And so we actually like scheduled a meeting and pretended like we didn't really know each other and just really had like a nitty gritty conversation about, um, being working together and kind of seeing how it goes. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up on board. That's kind of great. You're like, actually, you can use a recruiter, but also you could use you could hire me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I. Uh, it's we're similar. I mean, uh, for our business, uh, with it was you said something that kind of reminded me. But 
Matthew, my, my brother, I don't know that you've met, Kevin's met Matthew, but y'all don't think you've met Matthew yet. Um, but it was basically, eventually, we kept talking about this idea and kept talking about this idea. And it was like, I finally, and maybe this is Alexis's husband that did this more so, but I was like, can we just do this now? Yeah. You know, I eventually was like, Matthew, let's just do it. For sure. So it sounds like that's what it was. Uh, but how has that been for you too, in terms of like entrepreneurship? Because I remember Matthew and I weighing the risk, like going out on our own kind of thing. Yeah. So after joining with Alexis, has that been kind of wild? Like what's the ride been like entrepreneurially? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think anyone can ever prep you for it. Mm. Like I think people can tell you all the advice that they want to as mm. much as they can but I don't think anyone's entrepreneurial journey is the same. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been interesting. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, definitely learned a lot of things the hard way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I would change anything about yeah. it. You know, it's wild. I, I, I was talking to somebody about this recently, but it's like the highs are really high and the lows are really gnarly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like you said, roller really coaster. Suck. I know. Yeah, they just suck. We won't like uh, sugarcoat that. <laughs> I know. I, and I think it's because... I think it's because you may relate to this, but like when it's yours, you just take it so much more personally. Yeah. Like when things maybe don't go well, right? right? I'm like, is it me? Like, what is it? Because it's our thing, right? Yeah. Like maybe our employees don't feel the same way, but it's like, I think that's why the lows are so low for me because it's like, it's right. ours. So I take it really personally. For sure. And I also think sometimes too, when the lows hit, they're at a time where you're like feeling like things are coasting and going really well. And then mm -hmm. it's like, dang, it's not going at all like I thought it was. It mm. kind of just like smacks you in the face, like the lows, for sure. I don't think they're, at least for us, we haven't had anything I feel like has just kind of gradually happened. I think it's just like, don't ever feel like you're at 100% or everything is great because there's mm. always something that needs to be improved, I think, is what I've learned. That's really good. That's yeah, that's really good because I have the personality that I'm like, <laughs> it's like if things are going really well, I'm like, yeah, it's going to always be like this. Right. That's yeah. a good point. For I sure. think I probably coast in that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying to not like enjoy right. when things are great mm -hmm. because you should be proud of yourself to be where you're at because mm -hmm. I think you just need to like celebrate yourself a mm -hmm. little. But I just think, you know, it's, you know, the typical saying they say, if starting a business was easy, everybody would be doing it. True. And some people just aren't equipped to trek it for as long as it takes to have a business take off. Because, you know, mm. we're about, from idea to now, it's been over two years. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to love this. It's going to take off. It's going to be this. But it's just like, no. Especially for us, like it's such a new concept that you have to more so expose people and mm -hmm. do that awareness of like something like this exists to also not convince them, but also kind of let them know that maybe this is something that I can use yeah, and would be beneficial for my life. Yeah. You don't know it yet, but you need it. Yes, you know? exactly. Because no one likes to spend, especially during the holidays, like hours yeah. in line returning something that you bought for your cousin Johnny that absolutely hated it. And then mm -hmm. you're like, well, I want my money back. Mm -hmm. And now I have to stand for 30 minutes in line. Yeah. What? Want me? I mean, I know you pretty well, so I know the story. But do the spiel real quick so we can maybe get some clips for it later. But like, yeah. how does it work? Like noted returns. Yeah. So we created a technology that will... Um, connect with your email and it keeps track of any purchases that you make with your email, like clothing or any stores 
that um, we support. Because right now, the way it works is we input certain stores that we can support, but we're working on a model that will be able to pick up anything that deals with like purchases or conf confirmations or anything like that. And we'll let, let you know when a return window is ending. Mm. And then if you can't or have the time or don't feel like it, we will take it back for you, whether it's brick and mortar to USPS, um, FedEx, DHL, because DHL absolutely sucks. Um, sorry. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we'll come uh, and pick it up. Yeah, we'll come to you, whether you're at work, cool. whether you're at home, um, wherever you are at that you need something picked up, we'll do it. Um, so, yeah. And mostly just in, y'all are in Nashville. So the like pickup service is only in Nashville mm -hmm. right now. But the cool thing about it is the scanning service. If you just need someone to remind you, like, hey, that shirt you bought, like, three weeks ago, you have to take it back now. Otherwise, you're not going to get your money for it. Mm -hmm. um, if you need that, it's free, and it can be used anywhere. Mm. And That's then, cool. Um, yeah, and then we also, um, we've obviously talked about it, but we do have a very cool twist as well as like we both are very passionate about helping people and giving back to the community so mm. any items that are not returnable you've had for like six months and had the ambitions to wear it and now you just absolutely hate it mm. um it sat so long in your car that you can't take it back anymore you missed the window we have partnered with local charities in nashville that will donate it on your behalf mm. honestly because i don't always have nashville-based like entrepreneurs here. And so I have people from all over. So I like, when I have them, I like to lean into the Nashville thing. But y'all doing that and having that kind of give back piece fits so well here. Yeah. Like it seems like that's in the water here. Like people tend to want to try to find a way to give back. Has y'all's experience, like, like, cause you're from Florida. Mm -hmm. Why'd y'all end up picking Nashville? Like, what was it about Nashville, right? Like, I know y'all moved here for work, but like, why, why start noted here and keep it here? Well, Alexis was already living here, but I think we didn't move up here just for work. I mm -hmm. think originally, I think God kind of just placed us here because of work, but knew we needed to be here. Mm. Um, and there's just something special about this city. There is. And I just feel like we sat for so long during COVID, my husband and I, Kevin, um, and prayed a lot about it and just realized like something was calling us back there. And this was even before I got on with Noted. Mm. We had been thinking about moving back to Nashville before that. And then this kind of just confirmed it yep. for us that this is probably the move for us. Yeah, that it's, I don't know. I just said it, but it's almost like there's something in the water. But most people that I talk to here, like even in the startup community, that's insanely warm mm -hmm. and insanely collaborative. Yeah. And I've talked to people from not here that are like, yeah, it's it, that have now moved here. They're like, it's it is different here. It's not like this everywhere. But I I mean, y'all started coming here where y'all have a piece of your business that's giving back. I mean, that speaks to that, I think. Yeah, you know, Alexis was a hospice nurse before mm. she created Noted. I didn't know that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And I have just always had a passion for giving back. There's just I just am very empathetic to people. My mom used to say that. I would, if I saw like a, a kid that had a disability or someone in need, I would cry and my sister would just mm. truck them over. Like mm. my mom would have to convince me that they are fine. Like their mm. life is not over just because they're different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've always had just a desire to make sure that whatever I've been given, that I make sure that I can, if I have the ability to help other people, I will. That's and awesome. so it, the beauty in 
both of us having that, we wanted to make sure we did that. And we strategically made sure that we picked charities that helped the actual Nashville community. Because, I mean, the Goodwill's great. Our Salvation Army's great. But like I always say is you never know who you're going to pass on the street that, like, your donation or something helped them, and you just never know. And so we wanted to make sure we did something that helped the people of Nashville since we are in their city. It's really, really smart, too. Like, I'm thinking about the holidays coming up Mm -hmm. and this, like, donation piece. I'm like, I've got a five-year-old daughter. She's going to get an annoying amount of toys from family and us and whatever. We yeah. need to clean out the one she has now, right? right? Like it's like yeah. that. That's tr- I'm thinking in my mind. I'm like, we need to use this service for her right now, right? And we we partner with Mother to Mother, which mm. is a charity that specifically helps children from infancy all the way up to ten years old. Mm. Whether it is with toys, backpacks, car seats, strollers, um, clothing, formula, whatever families need to help those kids. So that would be a perfect one. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get back to you. So what's your day-to-day like with noted returns? Like what do you do mostly? You know, what's your role? Um, So yeah, I right now have um, taken over a lot with our marketing Mm -hmm. and being the contact point for our marketing team, the emails um, that people receive from noted if you're on our subscription list Mm -hmm. um, come from me. So I do a lot of that. I do our socials. Um, we're always on a lot of meetings, trying to connect with people. Yeah. So I don't think every day looks the same, but um, it has been definitely something I've had to get used to of being in front of a computer a lot. Yeah. Because I served a lot. I was from the service industry, yeah. so I was always moving and working. And so it's been a weird adjustment having to like sit down and stare at a screen all day. I think I'm going to make it a rule in my family that you have to be in the service industry at some point. I believe every person on this planet should serve at least a little bit in in that industry because it teaches you a lot about dealing with different personalities and how to treat people, to be honest. Bingo. I did it in LA for a little while and I was, I actually bust. I was like a bus boy and then I bar backed a little bit. Yeah. But um, it was at a place in Los Angeles that was a restaurant in the evening and then turned into a nightclub. Okay. And then they did brunch the next day. So it was basically like 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. Turn around and do brunch at 9 a.m. or whatever. Wow. So it was wild. But um, I learned how to deal with people there for that, sure. that I didn't want to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. You learn a lot of people skills. Yeah, it's like customer service from mm-hmm. now on. And how to just treat people. Mm-hmm. And and recognizing when you go out to places like these people. Yeah, are just how tra- you treat people yes. for sure. And I think it also makes you realize how you don't want to be treated and mm-hmm. also can kind of teach you boundaries for yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think some people don't realize how they can be so submissive mm-hmm. or like a yes man to people. Mm-hmm. But when you deal with someone who's just a complete jerk to your face, you're kind of like, all right, well... Mm-hmm. I kind of know what I don't want to mm. be around anymore and how I don't want to be. Totally. No, totally. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I I love that you said that. It's like you think everybody should do it because that is – it's. I mean, y'all are in a like a service business now where you're going to have to do some customer service stuff or mm-hmm. at least train one of your employees to do it. Yeah. It's like what better experience to learn that For than sure. like – yeah like waiting or whatever. Yeah. I mean, nobody's perfect. Like you're always going to have those moments, I'm sure in any situation, but yeah, I would say definitely working in the service industry, whether you're a bartender or a server, whether you are a busser, a bar back, you definitely just see things completely different and people Mm -hmm. very different. I I think. Yeah. 
And I, you said something else too that I, I think you're like me in this way, but how great is it not every day doesn't look the same yeah. like with what you do now? I can't do the same thing every day. Me either. That's why um, it's interesting because I, I, um, I actually never, I don't have my four-year degree. Yeah. I have an associate's, but I also went to esthetician school and massage therapy. Oh, that's awesome. I went to EMT school. Yeah. Um, I had my real estate license because I have always been a person where I wanted to wake up and do something different every day. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I could have seven jobs and I can just rotate one day out of a week. I'll just do each one yep. and then go back to it. Love it. But obviously life is not, that's not realistic at all. I so. love the idea though. <laughs> I love it. No, that's, that's why this podcast kind of, that was the idea for us starting it is for folks maybe more non-traditional paths. Because I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do right. in high school, much less college. Like, I just ran down a music degree because that's all I could wrap my mind around. But well, I don't do it. You, you got a bomb wife. I, I worked that, out. Yeah. I know, for sure. Yeah, it got me to be able to be around people that do it. But I never really right. to do it much. But I, I don't know. Like, I think I used to see co-founders, mm-hmm. executives of company, whatever, and be like, well, that's great for them, but I can never do that. Right. It's not true. Everybody's got a story. Well, I, so that's why I love that you have I a also think, path. you know, that I did have a dream from high school. I wanted to be an athletic trainer, and then I got to freshman year of college and realized I couldn't even pass my chemistry class. So mm. I walked out of the exam halfway through, <laughs> and I was like, yep, this class is a total fail. Yeah. Um, because I decided to go out every Thursday when I had quizzes yeah. on Friday. Um, but I think, great. you know, it's so interesting because I think this world has changed so much yeah. that it's going to be interesting because I think the ideal jobs, even from when obviously us growing up, because the millennials are such, they're just like a unique group of people that mm. no one's ever going to understand mm. because we had the old school way and then brought into tech kind of at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those jobs, like, you know, the ambitions of firefighters, nurses, doctors were kind of like the ideal jobs. And now it's like, I want to be an influencer. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this. And it's like, it's almost like they're dying positions, which is scary at the same time. But I think back to your point about, you know, co-founders and CEOs is I think growing up, we always just had this ideology that they had to be the nine to fivers, mm-hmm. always behind a desk, wearing a suit, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like not that at all. Yeah, it's crazy too. Like you're talking about having a bunch of different jobs at once. Like my dad, he's retired now, but he had the same job for 42 years. Wow. Same, not the same title, but like the same school district. He was a coach. And then all my families are my family members are coaches and teachers. Yeah. It's everybody, except <laughs> Matthew taught for a little while, but. Um, so when we go to Arkansas, if you say I'm expatting, they're like, oh, they all work in this district. They're, they're go- okay. Yes. <laughs> but you, I mean, you're going to get to ask, well, there's 3,000 people, right? It's not that hard. <laughs> That's true. But it's crazy. Like now, like it's just, I mean, that, and that was honestly for dad, like that was perfect for him. Mm-hmm. He was so happy. Like he was completely content doing that. But you see nowadays, people do like a million different jobs at once, much less a bunch throughout their career. I know. Oh, I actually, I worked at the airport too. I was in the, like the bag room and mm. I did like, I was the person with the flags and stuff too. Really? Oh yeah. Is that I, what you did with the flags? Oh yeah, I did. You gotta go this <laughs> way to go left, right. Yeah. Um, I did that while I was also serving too. So I would like go to the airport and I would work from like four to 8 a.m. And then I'd go home and then I would have like a lunch shift at the restaurant I worked at. Dang. And then I would sometimes bartend to like the Tampa Bay Rays games mm. back when they were the Devil Rays yep. and they weren't great. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I had like three jobs at a time just because I couldn't sit still. And probably made good money too doing all that. Uh, yeah, but I had nothing to show for it because yeah. I was just a typical 21 year old just spending my life away. Yeah. <laughs> I was working to go out to the bar. Totally. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I feel like you're designed to go to high school, go to college. You should figure out what you're doing and then you move to work. Mm -hmm. But there's no time in there to to kind of like just figure out who you are as a person. Totally. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's like, I get really insecure about my past sometimes, truthfully. Like it's like kind of random as it's been. I'm like, if I'd have just stuck with something when I yeah. was younger, look how much better that'd be now. So I get insecure about that. But I think you're right. Like the path though, if I look back, like if today and I look back to now, it's like wildly beautiful. The right. amount of people I've met, yada, yada. So and, I don't know. That's a good point. And I then it's that. also you kind of ask yourself that question, if I would have done exactly what I thought I was going to do, would mm -hmm. I be happy? Yeah, totally. You know, because I think about that a lot, too. I mean, if, you know, I went to, I started off at UNF and, you know, they, the acronym is you'll never finish. And of course I didnn't, you know, uh, so. Oh but, um, that's great. Yeah. But I, I think it's just kind of like that pressure that people are, oh, you have to have a four-year degree, you have to do this. But some of the greatest people were high school dropouts yeah. and built things in their garages yeah. and just had a dream and ambition. I think that just because you don't go to school, not saying to not go to school if there's kids listening, but... Um, Stay in school, kids. I, yeah. I just think that if you have the drive and the dream, anything's possible. That's good. You know? Yeah. I always like to kind of wrap up with this. Um, what are you excited about? It can be anything professionally, personally, doesn't matter. So what's what's exciting, upcoming for you? What are you excited about moving forward? I just think 2023 is just going to be a good year overall. I love it. I just think that we have a lot of things going with Noted that are in the works that I just think are going to come to fruition. Um, and just there's just a lot of big things happening. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So for folks that listen to this, if they want to get in touch with you mm -hmm. and noted, you or Alexis, doesn't matter. How can they do that? Yeah. Um, if you want them to. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if you contact us on Instagram, it's me or Alexis. That'll answer to us if right now because we're a chugging great Wearing little team. Wearing many hats. Yes. Many, many hats. Um, but they can go to at noted underscore returns on Instagram as well as uh, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, we're trying to start the whole TikTok thing, but I'm not yeah. super great at it. Yeah. Um, you can go to notedreturns.com and kind of check out, sign up for free and see if you like it and see how the scanning service works. Oh, and I did want to touch on this, though, before, yeah. too, is I think, like, you know, a lot of things we have come across with Noted and, you know, in technology's world today is security and, like, cybersecurity and people mm. being in your personal space and you know, when they hear noted syncs to your email, they're like, oh, are you seeing all of my private stuff? Are you seeing like all of my personal emails? Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like the best way I can describe it is just think of some yourself scanning a book and you're looking for certain words. That's basically what it does. Mm -hmm. Like it's not seeing anything. It's literally just scanning and then it sees confirmation. Oh, mm -hmm. let me pull that out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. Yeah. I just think that's important to let the people know too. Yeah, that's good. I, I wouldn't have thought about it. It's like you'll see my emails for all my hair loss drugs that I'm doing here. Like, <laughs> how embarrassing for me, right? Like, well, I, I never really thought about it either. I think it's just because um, things are so different now. I don't think people realize how much access everything on our phones have. Yeah. Um, but the way our system works now, since it's a web app, because we are in the process of creating a mobile app, it'll ask you 
to agree to the privacy terms of Google. Mm. And it kind of comes off very um, abrasive in a way mm. that like, oh, this is a lot. You guys are kind of really digging into my stuff. But sure. yeah, we basically can't see anything but the word like confirmation, tracking number, mm. an item you purchase, Target, whatever stores that we support. So it's just literally like skimming a book and it's just looking for those words. And you can try it for free for a little while? Yeah, the the scanning service is free. Oh, it's a hundred percent free. The only purchase that you would make is if you want us to come and pick it up for you. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny we're talking about the mini thing, mini hats thing just a second ago. I was me and my brother were talking about it because I mean, for some reason we left it up to me at the end of this year to make sure our previous year's taxes were filed. <laughs> and I was like, that's, I mean, I get wearing mini hats, Matthew, but like, if I'm the one that's taking care of our taxes, we're real screwed. 